0: everyone welcome to the 49th episode of spiritual spiral so crazy we're going full circle here with our good friend chris medina he was on the third episode last year over a year ago chris we love you how
1: are you i am good i cannot believe it's been almost over a year ago
0: seems like yesterday but also like a long time ago because so much has changed
2: 12 lifetimes ago I swear I've lived 12 lifetimes this year lot.
1: exactly exactly that's how I feel too I was like I cannot believe it's been a year already oh yeah. my gosh well thank you guys for having yeah. me back on I mean I, I you know I adore both of you oh
2: we love you so much and we were just talking about it before we got on here just seeing everybody blossom over this year and especially you Chris like watching you do your thing i'm over here like i hope you can feel it because i'm over here cheering you on every day like oh thank
1: you so much i mean so much yeah i it's 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 been a year what what else do you have to do other than distract yourself with work i mean what can you do
0: i was re-listening to the episode and we were like deep minute you know this was at the end of April when we recorded we were like what's gonna happen um and it's so funny because you stopped yourself a lot and you're like I don't want to freak people out like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm saying too much you know kind of thing but uh, I'm curious did this year play out the way you expected it to what were some curveballs that were thrown your way
1: it, it played out pretty much what, how I thought it was going to play out. I made predictions all through maybe summer of last year about uh, May, uh, May June, and July being primary months for 2021 as far as like progression, as far as like, you know, kind of uh, giving us, we're not at 100% having our freedom back, but getting more flexibility. Masks came off in California. Everything is full, you know, full steam ahead. We're not, we're not required to wear masks. Um, restaurants are opening up, full capacity gyms are opening up. So I, I'm still on that trajectory. I still feel like that's what's coming up here if I'm going to throw a curveball, I would say, and I'm going to I'm going to be very careful on how I say this. I think curveballs are coming that need to be that that need to be thrown this way. As far as like, um, again, we're, I'm not going to get into politics, but is you know that 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 worldly manipulation type of thing. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you read what's going on with Texas. Have you guys heard about that?
0: Like in the past few days or
1: the the gun laws and everything changing there or you're not required to have a license you don't have to have anything I mean anybody can go in there and get that well we'll see how that plays out so I kind of see like there's going to be some distractions in that formal way of like um you know I I, want to say a lot more but I'm I'm, I'm,
0: you know what I actually just got rejected from a job in Texas and I was really bummed but thank you because now I feel so much happier (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah don't worry about that stuff and also just again we'll get to all the good readings in a second here but like i said with everything changing more predictions as far as like again i'm going to keep saying this advancements in technology i mean if we want to throw the vaccine in there we can throw it in there look how fast that came into fruition And it's only, we're going to start to see more stuff coming into play as far as like uh, things that are entertaining, uh, entertaining uh, for us, Uh, advancements in technology in the form of like, you know, cars and uh, things that we can use on an everyday basis here. I feel like we're really going to start heading in that direction here. Um, I feel like it's out with the old and in with the new type of stuff here. So So sorry,
0: I apologize. My mother, I texted her and I called her. I told her I was recording. She doesn't check her messages. And now every time she comes home, she goes,
2: woohoo. And think she was <laughs> very excited about what Chris was saying. She was, yeah.
1: <laughs> so she was like, yeah, yeah
2: exactly. you know I wanted to talk a
0: little bit about you because you have blown up in the past year. You've been on the Daily Pop on E! a bunch of times. Like, it kind of sounds like you might be a semi-regular with that. You've been on a lot of celebrities podcasts. You've been giving all of these celebrity readings, um, did you see this for yourself? And do psychics see things for themselves or do they have a block?
1: My guides love fucking with me. I mean, I can pick up that, again, the the one thing that they always ask me, are you really worried about this? No, then stop bitching about it. That's how my guides talk to me. And then these opportunities come into play. And then, you you know, uh, here's my issue. And this is this is probably because of the what, what I do here. But I feel like I you know I, I I get these great opportunities and I read all these people that are in high places, get them straight, and they're off doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like it, it's it, you know it's it's a blessing, but then it's a curse because then again you're 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 telling them what they need to hear and, and what, what they need to work on, and they go and do that, and they you know they they get wrapped up with that. And I'm not that not that I'm saying that they they're not taking me along for the ride, but it's kind of like. That it's impactful for people like that. These are people that are in the industry. These are people that are, I mean, you know, boss women, just like just like just like you two, that that need that, that need that validation, that that need that kick in the ass here, and then they're gone doing them. It's amazing
2: it's amazing to see you doing you though because you it's so it's wild to even hear you describe it because you're doing the exact same thing you you are your purpose
1: (laughs) yeah it's been it's been rough I mean as far as like the personal side of things like I said I had a lot of things come into fruition that um my guides were you know reminding me just like I was saying earlier earlier practicing what you preach here you know in order for you to move out in order for you to move forward you have to let your past go so a lot of that was killed um I'd say September of last year, something really big happened. There was a death that uh, changed everything in a very positive way um, that my guides were like, this is no longer an issue for you. It's time for you to move forward. You cannot use this as an excuse anymore as to why you're holding yourself back or you're emotional over it. So a lot of that was, there was a huge release here. So I'm, I'm feeling that I'm, fe- I'm feeling a lot more positive. I'm, I'm uh, definitely dieting. I, I know that um, I have a huge issue with myself when I see myself on camera. Even to me, it, it's still—it's still so surreal. Like looking at yourself, and you're like, "Oh my God, I got I to lose ten more pounds." So that's what I'm doing right now—is working on myself on the physical side of things. <laughs>
0: it's funny you mentioned that. Cause I was going to mention this to you too, either on air or off air, just cause I want to brag a little bit. I'm literally on day two. There's nothing to brag about, but I'm finally seeing like a nutritionist, a dietitian who um, is working with my therapist, but you know, my therapist is like, I'll talk with her. I'm going to work with her with this. And I'm like, no, it's just food. I just like to eat. Like, it's really not that complicated. I'm, I can be lazy. I like food. And they're like, no, it's, it's more than that. And so I talk to this woman once a week and we go through my, Like food triggers. And it goes all the way back to when I was really little. And my dad used to call my mom fat. And, you know, then when I got older, my mom would want to do the half plate club. You know, we would only be a part of the club if we would eat half of our plates. And it's like all of this, you know, I, I was like a therapy session with the nutritionist. And so now I'm like looking at food this whole other way, because recently I kind of, am just been like, Oh, I'm not going to eat that much all day. I'm doing so well. I'm not eating. And it's like, she was like, that's the opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. Like you get too hungry and then your body can't process it. So it's so like mental and emotional and spiritual too like having a relationship with food and your body. And I just feel like it needs to be handled with so much care because I, I had no idea how mental it was until the past, like two days that I've started this.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, we, I want to throw myself in there. I'm an emotional eater. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when I get depressed or I get sad or, you know, you light up that weed and immediately go to the fridge and start eating everything in sight. Now I've kind of learned, I've been doing this for a while now, as far as like my, even um, let's just say if I, if I decide to get stoned here, I limit myself here's what you're going to Knowing that you're going to go get stoned, here's what I'm going to eat here, whether it's a salad or half of a burrito and save the other other half for later. It is psychological, but with you, again, I don't want to get into a whole reading thing yet until you're ready, but this is something to where, again, you have to allow yourself, my love, to go through that healing process. I think you worry way too much about about how things are going to play out. That it takes away from your focus sometimes, as far as like what you need to be doing on a daily basis here, and you can end up getting in your own way. If it makes it easier for you, or if it means anything at all, you have to. I don't see anything negative. I mean, other than your way of thinking at times. But if you're worried about like you know not 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 bringing this into fruition, or let's just say you were suffering from re- suffering from relationship issues, am I going to be alone for the rest of my life? Get that shit out of your head. Mm -hmm. What is it about you that doesn't trust yourself? You're Sam Davidson. You, I mean, you, you, you talk a lot of shit in a very, in in a very, in a very good way for me. I, I, I love how direct that you can be, but you need to, you need to focus that energy more into yourself and let go be one of the biggest themes here for the rest of this year here is that healing process finding your niche you're really allowing yourself to let go of that comfort bar of life and being like you know what fuck it what do I have to lose I'm going to throw all myself into this that's what's next for you yeah
0: and I mean before I got kind of like my big break a couple of years ago getting the job for that company I was working for for two years I was in this really low point and I feel like I have to get there in order to catapult myself. And I kind of hate that because I don't want to have to get to that point where the glass literally has two drops left and you're like, okay, I'm going to take these two drops in and I'm going to create lemonade somehow and do it. Like I always do that. And I don't want to continue to do that because it's not a fun
1: yo-yo. But you're forgetting you already have a seat at the table. You've already accomplished that with your insecurities and with your fears. Your guides, you, again, I'm gonna just be a little bit rough with you, not, not push you, but you fail to realize sometimes that your guides are backing you up 100% with these opportunities and telling you, here's the taste of this. And you've accomplished so much. And this is where we lose sight of ourselves. People like me and you is that as soon as the negativity comes in, we lose sight of everything that we work so hard to, to get. And we've accomplished here because we get in our own way, but you already have a seat at the table. You're already here. What's stopping you? And again, if, and if you're going to, if we're going to throw it in there, I'm going to be a little bit tough with you too. If you're going to throw your weight in there, or you're going to talk about how you don't like the way that you look,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it didn't stop you from getting those other fucking opportunities before.
0: Yeah. No, you got those
1: true. things and you've been on the red carpet. You were in there. I, I watched you. So let's do it again.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I needed that. Speaking of red carpets and all of that, I want to hear a little bit, like, what is it like reading a celebrity, especially on camera camera or just via podcast on audio? Like, for instance, I listened to your episode of Jana Kramer's podcast and she is really going through it and has this ex-husband that they just broke up. It was just very interesting hearing you navigate this reading and conversation with her where she's very sensitive, but she also knew what you were saying to her. Like, do your guides help you intuitively be like, this person isn't ready for this message. So please shut up.
1: No, they, (laughs) they are like, you are on here for a reason. And then my own my own everyday way of thinking, my Chris Medina, forget the psychic stuff comes in, and I don't want to hurt her feelings. Because what I really wanted to tell her, and this, and, and I've said this before, is I, I told her on her podcast, sit on your pity pot for a little bit longer, but then you got to get the fuck up because you're not a dumb woman. You know what needs to be done here. You've allowed this person to take your power in some way, shape, or form, and you're, you're still allowing it. And I told her, "What you're waiting for is this revenge, or you want him to feel the way that he made you feel? That is never going to happen, because if because if he did, he wouldn't have done it in the first place." So oh. I want to empower her that way, but at the same time, not victimize the victim. Because I've been, I've been, I've had, I've had somebody reach out. I posted something that said, uh, "You can't save a damsel who loves her distress." And I got bashed big time for that. <laughs> People were like, that's exactly, that's the wrong approach. I can't believe that you had ner- the nerve to say that. And then I had to come back and say, then you must like staying there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Eventually, you're going to have to get up. At what point are you going to reclaim your power? So Jana will get up when she's ready to do it. And that, that that's what I want to say. But at the same time, like I said, when I do these readings here, you know, there'll, there'll be other readings. I read Garcelle from Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. And perfect. I would have loved to have it recorded, and it would have been something that we could have put out there because it got very personal. And it was also a reading that we did um, we did on on her podcast. But then I, you know, you start getting these little messages. I want to stay away from that. I can't. I can't believe that you brought that up. I can't speak on that right now. And I'm like, gosh, then why have me on the show? You know, I think they get me confused with like these, again, no disrespect, but to these, these love and light people that are gonna come in and talk about different things. Again, no disrespect to the love and light thing, but I'm not fluffing your head up. I wanna get to the root of what's going on here. I see what's in your way, but it's difficult because these are public figures. And I had to be really careful. I know that Justin Sylvester asked me on um, uh, Daily Pop about the and Ben. And the last thing I wanna do is piss off Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> So I had. I, know what I, was saying. I don't mind throwing Ben under the bus. I mean, he's been throwing. I mean, he got memes of him all over the place. He could take it. But Jennifer, no way. She's a Leo. She did. She is not gonna play. So.
2: Yeah. Oh God, that would be
0: like my biggest nightmare. Getting on Jennifer Lopez's bad side. Like
2: <laughs> whoo- walk down a carpet, and man, there is some power and energy when she comes down that carpet. Everyone just stops. I mean, that is she
1: like man that attention.
2: It is it? Yeah. yeah.
1: And so, so when they talk about her and I, and again, hopefully she's, she's listening to this too. I'll always (laughs) use her in my reading as the J-Lo syndrome. And Mm -hmm. I'll tell, I'll I'll tell women, you know, um, again, I'm not just targeting women here, but I'll tell them you got the J-Lo syndrome going on. You want to be in this relationship where you receive love and you want to be taken care of, but you cannot meet your vulnerability halfway. You consider it a weakness.
2: Hard lessons to learn. You know what I love about you though? You are truth. And that is what everyone has needed throughout. I mean, it's what we've all always needed, but I think people really woke up to it in 2020. Like we want the truth. We need the truth and you are giving it to us. You're giving it to celebrities. You're giving it to the world for, people to hear it and it's it's a gift i mean but you're it's different.
1: time i mean we're going through this revolution and this change here i mean I, I keep telling people like like a lot i read celebrities left and right not only just celebrities but people that are in positions of power i'm talking about the government we're talking about the uh, the elite of the elite here and i'm telling they're, they're worried about their positions here i was like the the cards I've, I've been saying this for the last year the karmic cards of life the universal cards if you want if you will have not even, they're being shuffled right now. They haven't been laid down yet. Look at what's going on. People that were once in a position of power are falling off of it. Guess what? There's gonna be a need for somebody else to be in that position. Is that you two? Is that me?
0: We'll take over Daily Pop. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I love them and look up to all of them <laughs> so much. I
2: think we should our own. I think we are our own and that's how, that's always how it should be, you know?
0: Well, yeah. You literally just said something that was in my notes. Um, Giving celebrities the hard truth. And then it kind of bleeds into this past year. The words cancel culture have been trending and, you know, are such a big, like, oh God, like cancel culture is good, cancel culture is bad, accountability culture. But like you said, we have seen some celebrities take pretty big public tumbles um, that kind of seem karmic in a lot of ways. Like, do you think that all of a sudden it's just this? this time these past two years the the shit has risen to the top and it's just time for some people to get karma or is it you know because karma sometimes can be seen as like a judgy thing like to say oh this bad thing happened to you that was your karma like that's not really for any of us to say but as far as celebrity culture and this cancel culture going on like what what is it about that that is different than it was a couple years ago
1: let's flip it how do we not know it's not the karma for the person in a positive way that made that mistake. What if it's forcing them to speak their truth? What if it's forced, what if they have to say this in order to be recognized in that type of way? So all this cancel culture bullshit, I feel like we're regressing. I talked to somebody in an interview about this. I feel like everything that we worked so hard for in the 80s, 90s, even the early 2000s. Look at the revolution of music, the films that we watched. Now television is even, you know, we got more cussing going on. There's just been a lot of uh, a lot of freedom here. Now we're going backwards. Mm-hmm. We're undoing the work that everybody worked so hard for to get us to where we're at here, to where I'm just going to use I'm going to be funny here. You know, you guys know I love little Kim. <laughs> We're, we're taking, uh, somebody bashed me the other day and telling me that's toxic femininity. Well, you wouldn't be able to express yourself in a way that you're expressing yourself now hadn't it been for some of these women. And maybe little Kim is a, is, is a more of a hardcore type of example here, but look what she did. There would be no Nicki Minaj if there was no little Kim. We're going back, yeah, and we're bashing them and we're telling them like Cardi B and Megan. Yeah. Make the stallion with, with WAP. Mm-hmm. Now, have you heard little Kim's music from before? This is this is an appetizer compared to what she served us for dinner in the nineties.
2: Oh my gosh, Madonna. I was just, I have this conversation with Taylor recently where we were talking about, the, the I think it was the VMAs or something or the Grammys, I forget at this point. It was all really a blur. But I was saying like, what? Well, I, re- I mean, I remember when Madonna came out and did Like a Virgin <laughs> on air. Oh, yes. and, what a big, and when she did Vogue, even then, Prince, when he get off, what he performed, like all these things that co- paved the way. I feel like, I feel like it's a pendulum that swings back and forth almost. And it's like the more extreme you go to one side, it's like, it just swings back the other way. And somewhere in between uh Me Too movement and I don't know, Al Franken stepping down from a picture and all, all these, you know, Chrissy Teigen, it's like the world just doesn't know what they want right now. You know, one, one side says up, the other side says down and they both say you must be wrong.
1: But that, that's what we're going to do. We're going to leave our power in the hands of other people and we're just going to sit there and take it. No, I'm not doing that. Again, we have these comedians that come out. They are comedians. They are here to make us laugh and they're getting crucified for saying things that are of comedy. Let's go back to Eddie Murphy talking all that shit on Delirious, that, that his, his first comedy special, I mean, from, from gays to race to all this stuff here, I'm not bashing anybody here, but it's, it's what a comedian does. And I feel like what we're doing is we're giving our, our power away to the hands of the weak and the judgmental, because here's the thing, and I'm just gonna speak very, very honestly and, and, and upfront about this. They wish they can be in that position It bothers them that they're not as strong or as vocal as some of these people are, and they, what way to get noticed other than to bash them or break that all down. That's how I look at it.
2: Do you think technology plays a part in it? Because one of the things that I'm realizing is that it's almost easier for people to speak through a computer screen to kind of just vocalize something that they might not normally say in person because it makes it almost, a little it makes it impersonal you know it's like easier to say something but you could like just type and run away and nobody knows who you are there's like an anonymity to it where you know although although this past year I, i have obviously seen people become a little bit more brazen in person which is also a little frightening, but I don't know, is it that gonna, with the the tech boom that you see, like is cancel culture gonna get worse or are we gonna cancel it out?
1: No, we're gonna cancel that shit out. You're gonna see, and this is gonna probably be towards more the end, going into next year to 2023, as far as like people finally had had enough of it. You're gonna see there's, I'm gonna predict, I'm gonna make predictions here. You're gonna see there's gonna be some more bullshit coming in in the form of the pandemic more of that stuff coming in here, people are going to lose it. People eventually are going to have to rise up and take back control of, of the situation here. And when we talk about people that are that are that are uh, Twitter fingers or Instagram gangsters or, you know, you know, social media gangsters here, I've had the pleasure of calling them out in person and asking them, you know, you, you almost have to. Does that make sense? So when people, so again, I, I try not to let it get to me, but if, if it's brought into my face or I'm in the same area as somebody else that I know that have said something negative about me, I'm not gonna go up to them and I'm not, I'm not gonna get gangster, but let's see if you have that same energy. I wanna know why in person, because it's easier for you to express yourself over, over a, a, a keyboard than it is in person.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, you are on TV now and you're on podcasts that like thousands and thousands of people are listening to. Have you gotten some negativity thrown your way? Like, I'm sure you kind of have to have an armor up when you're opening yourself up, especially psychically and spiritually to, to that many eyes on you and ears.
1: Mm-hmm. I think, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to speak on this without bringing in pride and ego, but I, I am somebody that at the end of the day, you don't pay my bills. You're not here. You don't, you really are irrelevant to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I've had people bash me about my family, bash me about my, you know, Reddit. It's a huge pain in the ass. There was a somebody that I was that I was really close to at one time that had a bunch of negative stuff going on in their life, and I got sucked into that by accident. And people were, you know, telling me, "Oh, you should kill yourself," and all this X, Y, and Z. And at first, second, it got to me, and my guides were like, "What for? Look at them, and look at you." And I'm, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say this with pride and ego it would literally take, would take a couple of words for me to cut, that would come out of my mouth to bring their world tumbling down because it would be <laughs> reality. I
2: mean, so many people like try to imitate you, which is your, your Instagram. I'm like, how many people try to be you on Instagram? I have a lot of famous friends. They don't have the same images. Like everybody wants to be Chris Medina. I've never seen so many fake accounts pop up in my life yeah that's crazy.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you and maybe this is gonna shoot me in the foot here that's where I lose my shit don't touch my clients
2: mm-hmm. don't
1: touch my people don't especially when I hear that uh, there was a, there was more than like 10 20 people that that reached out to me was like I got scammed I paid them a hundred dollars that pisses me off don't take advantage of my people
2: how somebody could do that and live with themselves you know like that's that's their karmic debt they were going to have to pay off.
0: So I got a DM on Instagram the other day from an account claiming to be the Illuminati. <laughs> and they, oh
1: my gosh,
0: they wanted me to join. And I was, and I was kind of, they kept on calling me, Hey sister. Um, and I was like a little tipsy one night when I got the message and I responded and was like, um, if you were really the Illuminati, I don't think you'd be reaching out to me via Instagram DM. And then I woke up the next morning and I saw their response message and I was like, what the, oh, right. So then I just decided to continue trolling them um, and just be like, so like, what are you suggesting here? And they're like, well, you'll be initiated and da da da." I'm like, will I be friends with Jay-Z and Beyonce? Will they be there? And they're like, yes, sister, you'll be friends with so many people. They'll be at your initiation. And I'm like, will they hurt me? And they're like, no sister, they'd never hurt you. And I was like, why is it that you really want me? Is it because of my big boobs? And (laughs) 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 And they were like, no sister, you have no idea how special you are. And then they just started rambling all this bullshit to me. And I was just waiting for them to be like, but the price to get in the Illuminati is your blood and $5,000 oh my god but there's just so many uh, leeches online people have had so much time this year also which has definitely been a problem um but I also wanted to talk about people coming out of their caves after this period of hibernation you know we like. Dif- I like different things now. I don't even know if I like going to bars anymore. Also, interacting with other human beings right now that aren't in your direct household. Like my brother is getting married in a couple of weeks, so we've had some events, showers, family gatherings, and. I'm realizing that I'm just kind of talking to people and not like I'm not all that present. And then sometimes I just walk away mid-conversation. And as I'm walking, I hear someone continue the sentence and I'm like, whoop. And I and I backpedal and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to walk away. And it's it's a weird thing because everyone's like yeah hot girl summer shot girl summer everyone's going to be going and doing it and all of that stuff but they, there's a different kind of mentality mentally spiritually like how do you think people are are handling this and are going to handle it because la really is just getting back like now
1: i think that people are suffering for suffering from ptsd in some sort of way from this i think it was very i i'm i'm, an, I'm one of those people like mm-hmm. i still get nervous even though we're open back up here going to the store Go, you know, without a mask on or being around people, you're just so even like walking. Uh, Jay and I will take walks at night sometimes and having to see people walk down this the, the uh the street coming towards us, instant move. And I'm like, what the like, you're just your brain is conditioned to believe that. So, I feel like what's going to end up happening is just again, people are going to be obviously very excited to get back out there and do, do what they came here to do, have a good time, get back in touch with things. Um, but at the same time, I feel like, that, again, in order for us to change, the, to change the society as a world, as a people, as the collective here, this had to happen to force us to change our way of thinking. And this is only the very beginning of it.
2: Where are we gonna go? I mean, if this is the beginning, what's, what's the storyline?
1: We're gonna see. We're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna keep throwing it out there. Advancement, advancements in technology. We're gonna to start to see people that were positions of power fall off those positions of power. Things are just gonna be uh, shifting and changing more into the future. And this had to happen because let's be honest here. If we sat here in the government or whoever the powers that be came and said, "Okay, we're gonna implement all these changes now. We're gonna go from this to this," how much resistance do you think there would be? Mm-hmm. We can't even agree on one thing together as a society. So we have to be forced into these changes. It just has to be that way. So I feel like, there, I, 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 again, uh, will, will there be good times? Absolutely. Are there, are, is there going to be bad times? Yes. But I feel, like, I feel like we've been so jaded and we've been so hurt by what's gone on here that even if they were to throw something else on us, we're going to sit there and we're going to take it. But I don't think it's going to have the same impact as this did to us because we're used to this. Mm-hmm. How do you, what do you think about that?
2: I, I totally agree. I mean, I'm on the same, same page. I think I, when you said PTSD, that's exactly what my mom and I talk about that all the time. It's like a little, we're suffering from a little bit of PTSD. It was a really traumatic year. I think we all tried to learn and, and the best that we could with what each of our obstacles were. I think we all had I don't know, in my opinion, we all had different either patterns or lessons that we were meant to relearn individually and collectively. Like for me, it's my it was love life, totally 100%. I've talked about this before. Like I've, I've gotten fulfilled in a lot of areas in my life. Love life is not one of them. I totally went like off the rails this year. I was like, I'm gonna join a dating app, first time in my life ever. I'm, I'm gonna pen an op-ed on that. That's a whole other story. <laughs> I, I, but I feel like at this, you know, I'm kind of at the end of that adventure or venture, I don't know, exploration, and I feel like I'm ready to meet people in person again. The just, way that- I
1: was going to tell you without stepping on your toes or telling you who you are, I feel like for you as an individual, as you as you, it's too impersonal to meet on a dating app. You need to see them. You need to feel their energy. You need to look to see if the, uh, if the, uh, the words match the intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would be very surprised if you got in a relationship over an app. But again, yeah. that, that, that's how it is.
2: Tried and tried and failed numerous times.
1: In order for you to be where you need to be at, you have to have those little validations there. And your career speaks speaks very well for you too. So again, they're they're giving you the, the the confidence, the motivation, the drive to get out of your comfort zone. Again, what's next in your roadblock? What's next in the, in your path of life here? Relationship, especially how you receive love. Let go. Allow yourself again. Like I said, you you guys are beautiful women, intelligent. I mean, so many people look up to you, and I think that sometimes, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw myself in there. We we forget we forget our own strength. We forget who we are sometimes because we're so busy going doing what we're supposed to be doing that we can lose sight of ourselves sometimes. That's why I'm saying go back, look at your Instagram, look at all those things that you post, look at your your journey along the way there.
0: You know, for me, interestingly enough, and to my uh, resistance. I, this past year, I mean, I was sent home. Like I had to go back and live where I haven't lived for 14 years to where I'm like, this place doesn't vibe with me. I don't like Cleveland. Like I want to run from everything that I experienced as a kid here that hurt me. And, you know, as you know, Chris, you're the first person that read me after my dad died and it was a shit show. I mean, it was, he was angry and there was just a lot there. And, you know, you keep on saying, you know, you need to heal yourself. And I do feel like I've been, I've been forced to do that here. Like the angry feelings that I had towards my dad, They're still present, but like, they're so much more subdued. Like I feel so much more acceptance and forgiveness and love towards him than I did, Mm -hmm. you know, the past couple of years, but sometimes my subconscious, unfortunately, isn't catching up to how I feel in the daily. Cause I still have nightmares, you know, almost every night, like he wronged me, he hurt me. He cut me out of the family, but it's just funny because in my day to day, like I don't get worked up like I used to about all the things he did and whatever. So yeah, in this past year, I've, I've healed to an extent. I don't know if I'll ever be fully healed, but you know, uh, so many mediums have told me like, you want to connect with your dad, like you've got to forgive him because it's just like a, it's a big block. So that's what I've been working on. And it's not um, fun. It's not what I would have chosen to do, but I think it needed to happen before I move on to the next part of my life.
1: I'm not going to take away your experience from the other mediums. I'm going to agree with them in, to some extent here, but I also feel like you need to forgive yourself. I feel like you need to understand that you need to allow yourself the opportunity to be you without overthinking it. I think that you, that you, um, can get that that you can get so stuck that you can get so stuck in that in that in between area mm-hmm. that you that that it that as for again it's not meant to be disrespectful that it can take away from all your progress at times it can you you can be climbing these the the, the four steps up here but as, as soon as sam gets in her head she can knock herself back down to step one sometimes here so again this is something to where i feel like the next the next uh progression and or phase of sam's life is anger and you're going to say well i'm already angry <laughs> well are you angry enough to burn through that though are you angry enough to burn to, to kill this present self here and allow the true you to, to emerge? Because if you stop and think about it real quick, and I don't want to use all these metaphysical words here, but you've got a lot of spiritual people in your corner as far as like between me and Sari and other people that, that, that you come in contact with. You, I know that you talk to astrologers and all that stuff here. You have everything at your disposal there. So you're guided in some way, shape or form here. I feel like the next phase and progression for Sam's life is to kill this old mentality. And that's difficult because I struggle with that too. But then again, like I said, I'm way older than you are. So when my guides came in last year, I, I started to reach that point last year to where I was like, um, yes, I see the hard work that I'm putting in. I see that these, I'm getting these huge meetings. I'm doing all this stuff here. But then I, there, was, there was a place where, uh, so, a family member reached out and started hitting those, I hate saying this, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat my own shit, hitting those triggers and saying shit. And I, I, my guides were like, you see, it takes one word from this miserable person to bring you all down. You're talking shit, you're not healed. You're just, you're just resentful. And then that death came in and right before that death came, you can ask Jay, there, we don't have a rat problem in Simi Valley. I mean, Simi Valley is probably one of the cleanest cities here. There was rats all over the place last year to the point where I had to kill one. And during, the, it was very symbolic as to what was, going, what was going on around that time. And as soon as that rat died and it didn't die on its own, I had to kill it because it got stuck in the trap and it wasn't dead all the way. And I was like, oh my God. And when that happened, my guides had mentioned that death to me and said, you're done, that cycle is done you've, you've, you're, you're, you've progressed past this. And so with you, it's going to get, it's going to get to that point too. You're almost there.
0: You're right. I am very grateful to have so many spiritual people in my corner. Like I was, we have April who's been on the show several times and she's become a really good friend of mine and um, her mother has passed and we both kind of have, my mom is amazing. Like she loves me too much that it's just, too much. And she thinks that she owns me. Um, and you know, so I'll reach out to April and just be like crying and like, you know, I I'm struggling and, and I am fighting with my mom and this and that. And she, you know, she'll always be like, let me do a little thing for you. Like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do a little candle and prayer, and I'm gonna talk you through this. Like I, have so many people now, and including you, obviously too, Chris, that um, are really, I think, put in my life
1: for a reason. I but... want to manipulate you really fast here, and I think this okay. is important. Whenever I, whenever I do readings with somebody, and it's difficult for them to get out of their own shit, sometimes I'm just gonna use you as an example real quick. Sometimes you know what needs to be done, but sometimes you can succumb to your own mental stuff, right? and then you need, you need a good ass kicking from Chris Medina. And then that, that, that's gonna inspire you, but then you also need April to come in there and speak to you in a very, um, I'm not, no disrespect to her at all, but in that, in that motherly or that mm-hmm. feminine, that nurturing type of way. And I've, I've used that in my readings to tell people, I've given you five years of therapy at one time, why don't you go see a psychologist or a psychiatrist to help you through your process? because i don't have the patience for that and also too my guides don't allow me the opportunity to sit on my pity pot for more than two days i have to get up and i have to do what i need to be doing here and i don't understand sometimes people this is no disrespect to anybody like that that need that extra attention because i feel like with me and my guides purposely push me in a way to where i where you you know how this is go do it and get Mm -hmm. out of your own way but for somebody like you you know what needs to be done You've had so much happen to you that it's nice to have that healing feminine voice coming to you, that type of energy that kind of walks you through it. There, Chris already told me it's nothing different than what April's saying. April's Mm -hmm. not saying anything different than Chris, but April has a certain touch that I need right now.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I always do need both. It is something I miss and I don't miss about my father, because Mm -hmm. when I would get to a place where it was just hitting walls and, you know, he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Mm -hmm. let's fix it. We're Mm going to fix this together, but get off of your ass right now. So yeah, yeah, I mean, now, now you're him. I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, you, you, no, no, one's going to be able to rush you. You do this in your own time because the last thing anybody wants, I would want anybody to do is rush Sam because then Sam will get resentful and resentment's a horrible color for Sam to wear. It's very true. That's how I look at it. So again, like I said, you're handling things in your own way, but again, make no mistake. It is going to be you and only you that changes your situation. And I think what ends up happening sometimes, this is why, this is why I kind of shit on the metaphysical community or the psychic community, is because they wanna be, they want, they wanna take that responsibility on their shoulders. Sure, I love the money, I love people coming back and paying me for these sessions here, but I am not gonna coddle you and I'm not gonna take advantage of you in that type of way. Mm -hmm. I want, I have to live in this world with you. I want you to heal and I want you to get better. And I also want you to pass your story to somebody else that's suffering the same thing as you. And you do that in return for them.
2: We've talked to so many different people um, since we started this podcast. And there's a handful that I feel connected to, like really truly. And when you see someone, like how I see you or I see Sam, like really see you, there's this. There is this, and I hate to throw love and light out there because <laughs> I know that's not yeah. really opposite, yeah. but there is this natural um, love or energy that just comes out and exudes. Where you know, like, I'm happy to see you doing your thing, and I'm happy, and I'm always telling Sam, too, like, you have it in you, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, keep putting the energy where, you know, it needs to go and, and watch it grow. Like the grass is green where you, where you water it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's your energy there?
1: That's what I feel the next progression is, is people are going to get tired of being taken advantage of. And there is going to be a revolution. There's going to be a change. And I, I, you know, I've had readings from other psychics and people come to me and say that you go oh my god you're doing exactly what you came here to do you're you're shaking shit up or whatever you are going to be one of the people that's 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 helping this change here that's great and that's fine but I also want to wake people up to realize again if not now when yeah.
0: Well, on that note too, you know, you said that you love it when you have clients and people and they bring people to you that need that same guidance and help. And one of our really close friends, mine and Sari, uh, Taylor, she has been a supporter of our show from like day one and she is just been such a light. So I, uh, as for supporting us and cause she needs guidance as well, I wanted to introduce you to Taylor. So here sure. she is. Hey Yay. Taylor.
3: Hey guys. I'm glad it's so to- great to meet you Chris. Hi girls. Hi. I was gonna say three of my favorite people in one place. This is <laughs> I know. This
1: needs to be done in person next time.
3: Yes. I absolutely. know. In Chris person. are you in LA as well?
1: I'm in LA yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give you um are you open to a quick mini reading
3: here? Absolutely
1: yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you my shield that I give everybody just as a heads up here. So just to let you know, before you answer this question, I do not discuss death and I do not discuss anything that's going to scare the shit out of you. So with that being said, is there anything that you want me to stay away from?
3: Absolutely not. Go for it.
1: Perfect. The second thing is for the first couple minutes of the reading, I'm going to go in and give you what my guides are giving me to give you directly. And then I'll open the reading up to any questions that you have in regards to what I said, or if you want to know about something that we didn't get a chance to touch on, we could do it at that time. Does that work? Absolutely. Perfect. And then the final, final thing is um, your time is very important and expensive to me. I want you to feel free to jump in at any time to call bullshit. Do not hold back. Do not worry about trying to be polite, not wanting to hurt my feelings. None of that. If it doesn't resonate or if it sounds off, let me know when I do hit stuff, simply confirm yes, but do not give me any additional details. Okay. 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 So um, here we go. So with you, I don't have anything negative to give you. And I'm not going to tell you anything that you don't already know here, but you are being tested right now when it comes to your character. You've got all these squares and oppositions that are hitting you. And I was mentioning this earlier to the girls about um, my guides coming in and telling me about practicing what I preach. And I feel like you're very much, I I feel like you're very... um, inspiring, no bullshit, wanna, you know, cut to the chase and expose things for what they are. And I feel like your your mentality and the way that you think, first of all, is very fast, but also can be very flip floppy when it comes to you on a personal level. So this could be something to where, fuck, I can't, I, I, I know that I had to say that, but, uh, how is that being looked at? How, uh, how, how, how is this being received? Uh, uh, did, did I just shoot myself in the foot here? And I feel like because you are so fast and made these words haunt you that I don't necessarily think it's you. I think it's I think it's people having to catch up to where you're at. So all this shit that you're saying and all the work that you're doing here is very, uh, I don't want to use the word futuristic here, but it, 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 that's where it's heading in that direction. And I feel like people are very closed-minded right now a asleep and not wanting to deal with this bullshit. And also too, it's so quick, you you have to be careful because the worst thing that could happen to you is the thing that's happening to everybody else with this cancel culture bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And shooting yourself, and in, in feeling like, in feeling like, um, like you, I, I don't feel like you have to be careful. I don't feel like you think that you have to be careful. I feel like with you that, that sometimes that you think, how come it's not as impactful as I thought it was going to be?
3: I will. Yes. I mean, my whole show is about going against the cancel culture and I just say things how they are. It's politically incorrect, but it's what I feel. And Chris, I will ruminate on it for weeks. Sometimes I'll be like, you know, the way I said that in that episode three months ago, I'll be in the shower and I'll be like, I really, is that the right way that I should have said it? Right, Sam? I yeah. will go on and on for obsessing. And then that I think is the practice what you preach. Cause it's like, no, I'm all about say what you feel, say it.
1: Girl, that has been my life story since the beginning. When I do, that's why when it comes to futuristic readings, I'll, I'll sit there just like you and be like, fuck, they looked at me like that. Did it make sense to them? Like, was yes. I that off? And I'll walk away thinking, you shouldn't have said that shit. And then no sooner yeah. do I say that, look, I'm getting goosebumps. Like, an email will come back and say, I can't believe that you said that or whatever. So if you are, let me ask you this, when you're doing your shit, when you're going out there and you're speaking what you have to speak, dropping all those truth bombs, waking people up here, let me ask you one question. Mm -hmm. Do you feel, do you honestly feel like you shouldn't be saying that? Or do you feel like something's taking over and speaking for you at that time? Both.
3: Sometimes I'm like, this is my message, but then sometimes I'll watch it back and I'm like, that's how I said that the latter what you described i feel that sometimes it's like it just comes out
1: you then, then just leave it there it's oh. not your responsibility to to clean it up because i i find it hard to believe and i don't mean to point my finger at you but i find it hard to believe that you're somebody maybe maybe you do say things um, out of nowhere sometimes but i but your intelligence to me and the way that you think and the way that the way that um, i don't know how else to say other than your your practical and logical side of you here you don't strike me as a dumb woman. Oh,
3: I am, that I am not. And
1: I think that you're I <laughs> that I am that, not. I think that you need to own. And when when people say manipulation, I think that they look at that as a negative type of thing. But let's be honest here: you're a very beautiful woman, and you speak very well, and you've got an amazing sense of humor and personality that I feel like men. Lo- I don't want to make it all. I don't want to make it a, a, a romantic thing here, but I feel like men get a kick out of you because your balls are probably bigger than theirs are. And I feel like, and I and I feel like that's a that's a blessing for you as well too. So again, drop those drop those bombs. Do what you're doing here, and let let let, let the other person clean it up. Especially if that's how you feel, because that, I was telling uh, Siri and and Sam that's where we're headed. We're headed into a revolution here. It's going to take another couple years before we, before we finally all rise up and say we've had enough. But look what you came here to do. Look mm-hmm. what you're doing now. It's much needed in this time and era.
3: Thank you. I feel that, but sometimes, to your point, it's like I feel Sam and I talk about this all the time. I'm like, why aren't people getting it, or why are this? And she's like, I think you're just ahead. You're they're just not there yet. They're not Listen there yet, Sam. but they will be.
1: <laughs> Listen to what? Sam. That's the same thing that again, like I said, when I go on these shows and I'm doing all these predictions, I go I go back and I'll ask my my, my best friend Jay, "Fuck, should I have said that? Or like, yes! is that too much? No." No, because then it always comes yes. back. We always get the validation and confirmation afterward. Somebody will always hit us up and say, I can't believe that you said that you were on point. I had people that mm-hmm. come back. I read people left and right every day. And there was a one, there was somebody that um, oh, it was the Stallone girls. Okay. And I just did their podcast yesterday and they hadn't had me on for almost a year. And they were like, it's been six, seven months since you made your predictions and all this stuff came into fruition. And I hate giving long predictions. And they were like everything that you said. So again, like I said, that's our validation. That's our confirmation. So with you, Mm -hmm. I think that you need to, I think that when it comes to you, you remind me of... um, uh, a little bit of air and some, in and, and some fire. And, uh, I don't know if it's earth or fire. I, I'm going to say a little bit more fiery. So you remind me of like an air sign to where you, where communication is key for you. You're, you're always going to be in the type of industry that requires you to communicate or talk or, or spread the message here. And then I also feel like the, that fire side of you is that, is that I'm not afraid. I'm bold here. So I'm going to tell you to look for that grounding.
3: Yes.
1: Stay grounded. What, what sign are you?
3: You nailed it. I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. Okay, we, me your... and me
0: and Taylor are actually Moon and Sun are switched. So yeah, she's a Libra. You're a Libra Moon, yeah? Or think, yeah, yeah.
1: What's your rising? Leo.
3: Pisces, I think.
1: Oh shit! Really? I think so. You so with that Libra Moon, that Libra Moon. Thank God you're not a man. <laughs> but that Libra moon that Libra moon it can be that little flip floppy thing it can be that second guessing myself uh, because it, it's killer well you got to look at Aquarius it's a sign of shock it's a sign of change it's a sign of revolution what's Libra the sign of balance the sign of harmony the sign of again you guys always want to tip the scales in favor of everybody else wait are you involved yeah. in a relationship
3: oh geez that's a whole other uh, yes and no Yes and no.
1: You're going to probably have that classic J-Lo syndrome there to where you're going to want to play both the male and masculine energy there and, mm-hmm. and then fall short or get resentful because you're, you, you're not getting the same thing back in return sometimes. Yeah. But again, this is all stuff that you already know. So what do we need to do? We need to get out of our own way. That's it. But if you were to ask me, Chris... What do you, th- what do you see about my future? Do you, do you think I'm going to make it? Or do you think that I have something to worry about here? I think that your way of thinking, I think all three of us, all four of us, I think our biggest problems are, is us getting in our own way. We're too smart to, ha- Sam, back me up here. We're too <laughs> smart to have some dumb fuck come in here and try to manipulate us. There's no way that's going to happen. Right. We're not going to be told what to do. Yeah. We've got too much self control. We're, we're, we're too, we're, we're, we're too, we've got a lot more pride and a lot more ego, and that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, what's next? You getting in your own way. That's it. And that's an easy fix. You mean to tell me that you can't handle yourself? You can handle everybody else, but you can't handle you?
3: Well, it's hard because being in this time of being tested, to your point, this has been not even a year of being tested, but multiple years of being tested. So the whole thing of getting in your own way, it's like, you're in not to get dark and deep, but you're in your own head so much. And you start to be like, why aren't things clicking or working? Is it me? Then you kind of like inadvertently get in your own way. So it's really kind of like removing those blocks, especially after being in this year of like solitude and sit in with yourself. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. But at
1: the end of the day, here's what I want all, all of us need to do. Especially the three of you guys. And again, uh, this is not because I'm not saying this because you guys are having problems with your lives here or you guys don't recognize, but take a look back. Look at your Instagram. All of you guys, look at everything that you put into this shit. I keep telling you, I told Sam, I told Sarah, you guys have a seat at the table. You guys have done this before. So it's it's, you guys have what it takes to get you to where you need to be at. Mm -hmm. It's your way of thinking. and, And also, too, when you cause yourself to overthink, how many times have you told yourself, I fucking knew better. I I knew that I shouldn't have said that. I knew that I shouldn't have done that. I knew it. I knew it. And it ended up working out the way that you wanted it to work.
3: I mean, it's so funny. Every time you're what you're saying is it'll come in later. I feel like the universe jokes with me because I will ruminate. Say it's something I say on my show and I will... Th- Fixate on the way I said it. Oh, I forgot to mention this point. Or I said it, but I forgot this word. I will, like I said, I will sit in the shower. I will be up at night. I'll be getting the mail. Next thing I know, someone will literally come out of the woodwork and be like, "Taylor, we haven't talked since second grade, but that point you made was thank you for that."
1: If looking behind, looking back in hindsight, had you had you switched it up or said it differently, would your message have came across the way that you wanted it to? That's mm-hmm. why I ask you, when you're talking to people and you're on the red carpet, when you're doing your interviews, you're doing your podcast, do you feel like, and this is what people will say, like you've, you've heard Beyonce say what Sasha fears. I've heard people say, you know, with, with other celebrities here, it's just something that comes in and takes over. Obviously it's not a bad thing because you wouldn't be where you're at if it was a bad thing. So think That's- about that. So when you're, so when you're worrying about it, no, I said it the way that I needed to say it, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to just throw some astrology in there. Aquarius is always the sign that uh, does what's expected of them. They wanna be of service. They're all about the the humanity, the community, my people, the world, whatever. You came here to make a difference. And let me throw some more mental manipulation. I don't know if you, I don't know if you deal with astrologers, but this year is about you guys, you're, you air signs and you're double air, but Gemini is, is, is feeling it the most this year too, but that, but that's another air sign. So your sun, which is your vitality in, in, in you, your presence, and then your moon, which is your emotions, how you internalize and how you think is being challenged out with the old and in with the new and what's yes. in your way. And, but here's the thing though, you, like I said, is it really you or are we needing people to catch up? But what do you do in the meantime? Yeah. yeah you keep doing it because it's always gonna, just use me for an example, Chris, remember when you said, no, I don't remember, but I'll take it. When you said X, Y, and Z, this came into fruition. I just like, like I tell people, I just deliver the message and I'm out. It's not my responsibility to try to, or, or to, to to massage it or to or or, or to put you know uh, put a timer on and say let me get back to that and see how that played out. No, I got so many different things that I need to be doing. Same thing with you. Right. If it was really that bad, it would have came back to bite you in the ass.
3: Yeah, it could be a burden though because I do. I always have felt this need to get my message out, impact people, right? Make a difference, whether it be the Aquarius and me, whatever it is. And so that's where it's, that's sort of what you're saying, getting in your own way, self-defeating, being ahead of the curve, whatever it is, because you're like, is anyone listening? Guys, guys, are you out there? Is it working? Hello? You know what I mean? So that's where it's like,
1: that's what that, I'm telling you. I think that you're, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely say what Sam, I think let's uh, just stick with Sam on this one. I think that you're ahead of the game I think that you don't need to uh, that, that you shouldn't be worried so much about getting that, and you're going to slap me for saying this, but I'm just going to put it out there: getting that validation, because you're your own validation, and what you're speaking on, may, somebody can say, well, that's just her truth. There, really, is it? Is it really just her truth? Or are you just blind to what's going on here? Not you, but I'm talking about the other people. So when we talk about, Sam and I were talking earlier talking about cancel culture. And I, f- I was telling people, I just did a, I was telling them, I did a, a podcast where I felt like I, where they were asking, you know, what, what do you feel the state of the world? And I said, I feel like we're regressing. I feel like they're I taking away the work of the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s. And now we're going back and we're being extra careful. careful. We're censoring, you can't say this. And all the people that work so hard to change things
3: can you imagine how they feel? You just encapsulated the premise of my show and why I started it right there. Because I wanted to keep it, keep the, the free thought and dialogue and truth moving because I completely agree with you. We're going backwards.
1: You know, if you're gonna get in trouble for, you know, when, when they're canceling, um, I don't know who they canceled recently, but whatever the case may <laughs> be, these comedians or they're canceling these people that are known for causing drama, no apology tours. You're not here you're not you're not a religious figure you're a fucking comedian what you what comes out of your mouth is humor it's funny if they have a problem with it then that's a problem that they have but this is your skill this is your craft this is what you came here to do same thing with me i'm a psychic medium i came here to enlighten i came here to help people heal if you don't believe in it then keep that over there here's the thing I'm from the old school. I, I, There was no social media when I was coming up. If you had a beef with somebody, you went to their door to bring it. So I don't do this Twitter gangster shit and all that other stuff. I'm gonna bring it to your face if I see you in public and I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> so, with, so with that being said here, like I said, stick to your guns here. Don't, no apologies. doors. If you said it, you said it. And one last thing with astrology, Aqu- Aquarius is the future. It is the sign of shock. It's the sign of revolution and change. I'm gonna, may these words haunt you. Let me manipulate you one more time. Are you just delivering the message ahead of time?
3: I'd like to think so. I, I'm I, just waiting I, for everybody to catch up.
1: I think, and th- th- that's going to come soon. Like I'm telling you, you wait and see, mark my words. Yeah. On this podcast right now, you'll see how many people bite your style.
3: I can't wait. I'm psyched. I mean, we talk about this all of the time we better because, start because I'm like, people head. are ready for it. They want it
1: you better start trademarking shit. And you better see, again, I think it would be wise for you to start doing that. And again, again, do your home now, do what you need to do at home there, get the clarity that you need, do the healing that you need to do within, get your mind right and come out striking. I'm telling you, because that's where we're headed and you're already yeah. one step ahead of the game. So keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. And we'll talk about relationships later.
3: Oh <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing. This is my main focus right now. That all that, all that other stuff. I'm like, that'll fall into place, you know, when it will.
1: So I hope I did you justice during this little mini reading.
3: Yes. It's a huge, listen, you, you, you really struck where, you know, we talk about it all the time. And I always would say like, you know, I feel like I don't quite, you know what, it's creepy. And then I know we're wrapping up. Like I'll always say, I feel like I don't quite fit in right, Sam. I don't fit in here. I don't fit in here. Not left, not right. Not this, not that. I don't fit in. And Sam will say to me, it's just, they're going to want it. They're just not ready to your point. So I'm like, all
1: right, let let, let me manipulate you one more time. God, your audience is going to be like, all I did was manipulate everybody. (laughs) Let me manipulate you really fast. Do it. It's easier to follow in the footsteps of another and do what's already been done. It's a whole nother fucking story to carve out your own footsteps.
3: Ain't that the truth? And that's where it's really testing. And I feel like a lot of people in this time, your listeners are going through that, right? It's like, that idea like i don't fit in or it's or what what's happening but then sari said something so beautiful to me one day and she said you're here in this time going through all this because because of this like you're meant to be here at this time to do this to carry out this mission to have this voice to xyz i love so, the
1: shit out of all of you i swear to god this support system <laughs> and these words of wisdom oh, going these- back and forth here Sam girls I are amazing said earlier. You've got all this support, all this strength behind you. Capitalize off of it.
0: Chris, thank you so much for giving
3: Taylor that beautiful reading thank you for this um, opportunity. Yes. I'm a huge so fan welcome. of all three of you, of course, and spiritual oh. spiral. I love this show. I've been a stand from day one.
0: Awesome. <laughs> so- well, We'll just wrap up here then at this point, firstly, guys, if you want some shock value conversations that people are afraid to have, make sure to follow Taylor at talk to me, Taylor, uh, subscribe to our podcast, which is cancel me baby. Um, you know, even sometimes I'm like, Taylor, this was too hard of a one for me to listen to. I'm going to have to go back once I've evolved a little bit. Uh, y- you got me there, but <laughs> And of course, follow spiritual spiral show, but most importantly, Chris Medina, the man, the myth, the legend, I am so proud of you and grateful for your friendship and for you being here. Um, Please give anyone any final message and where they can find you.
1: They can find me book a session at chrismedina.guide. If you want to see what I look like at psychic Chris M Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, my message is that There is nothing holding you back from you other than you. There is no power over you. Everything that you need to work with, you were born with and you're ready to do. Take ownership of that.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys. And we'll see you next week.